Welcome to episode nine of season six of the Simplify Multiply show. And today I'm going to be having a conversation with Stacy Oliver Canapa. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Stacy, okay, is here with me today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm so happy I got you on the show. Yay. Happy dance. <laughs> this isn't a video thing. You can see me doing the happy dance right now. So That'd be very cool. I, let's go ahead and kick off this uh, How Beliefs Shape Your Business uh, episode of my uh, Simplify and Multiply show. And I want to kick it off by you talking about some things you believe about your business. Now, you're a solopreneur like our listener, mm -hmm. and you've had a, a tremendous uh, variety of experience in your career with HR and hospitality and working with Disney and customer experience and facilitation. I mean, there's so many wonderful tools that you have in your toolbox that you can bring into your consulting work. What are some of the things around beliefs that shape the way you're running your business right now? Um, well, one thing I believe is that kind of what I do a lot is human performance improvement. And whether that's me directly or with working with other companies or solopreneurs, it's um, helping them figure out how to be their best. And I believe mm. truly that everybody can be their best. A lot, and a lot of it is their belief and their attitude about who they are and what they bring to the table, whether it's jobs or even in your personal life. It really is uh, something about what do you believe your potential is? What do you believe your potential for success is? And my belief is that so much of it is just having the right tools, having the right mentors, having somebody maybe to help you look at things a little bit differently that can yes. just so change who you are and your trajectory for the rest of your career or maybe even your life. Well, thank you for letting me kind of dump into the episode <laughs> <laughs> by putting you on the spot, by asking you that question, because I like to, you know, I, I want to start spicing things up the way I intro my guests. <laughs> and what I'd love for you to do is talk about in the context of beliefs and how they shape your business. Let's give us some examples of what you just shared regarding, you know, finding the mentors and, and what are some of the beliefs that that are actually impacting uh, people that you work with? And and let's just start with that. Um, well, you know, I, I have so much of beliefs are like kind of what you believe deep inside you and the stories that you tell yourself. Um, and I find that people who are the most successful are the ones who can channel a better story or believe more optimistically about their self and their future and the people that they are helping. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's such a crazy thing with beliefs. I, I've seen it where it's external, where they want their belief system to come from somebody else to kind of mm. help them so much to tell them that they're good. And then the people I find who do the best are the ones who know internally that I have the skills and I maybe need to find somebody to help me get there, but I can do it. Um, I'm not sure if I quite answered your question there. Yeah, but well, we'll, we can dance around yeah, it a little bit because sure. I, I I think it, it's such a big topic. Yeah, and, and fascinating really, too. It really is, and and that's why I'm curious to to talk with you about it and unpack it a little bit because through our experiences working with our clients, we can see them coming in the door with a pre-constructed story about who they are in business. Mm -hmm. And I see this all the time with my clients where they come in and they have a belief construct, a story, if you will, like you said, that really prevents them (laughs) from being successful Mm -hmm. and taking risks and Mm -hmm looking at their potential as something bigger than what they're limiting themselves to. Uh, Mm -hmm. For example, I have clients who will not charge a certain uh, price for their programs. They're afraid to raise their, their, what, what they charge for their fees. And it's usually because they don't believe that what they're delivering is of value. Now, this is something that's typically under the surface. They're not consciously aware that that's really driving it. Have you had an experience with uh, someone that has had something similar like that, that they're not really aware of the beliefs they have? Uh, Certainly. I mean, certainly some of the solopreneurs and people I've coached where um, one in particular that I'm remembering is she would, I was helping, coaching her talking to upper level leadership and she would cry in meetings Mm. And it was really something she she desperately wanted to stop doing it um, because, of course, you know, in definitely we're kind of taught in corporate world or in any kind of environment that in business we don't kind of mix our emotions in with it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that she would just kind of tear up as she would start crying. Wow. Um, and we worked a while kind of trying to unpack that about what what was triggering that? Because obviously, most times in a, in a business environment, what's being said sometimes can be hurtful, but mm-hmm. it doesn't trigger such an emotional response. And we kind of dug a little bit more, and it was her feeling like she was a failure at some point, that they were really attacking her, not so much her idea. Um, and so we kind of unpacked that a little bit more how, where was she getting that from? And the more we talked about it, it was really deep inside her of, you know, and I'm not a psychologist by any means, but I certainly see in business life how what we believe about ourselves can make these outbreaks happen. And we're not expecting them by any means. And most of the times we don't want them to happen. Um, But something someone says, it will trigger something inside you that just the emotions of it just overwhelm you at the moment and you just lose control. And I, I really have seen that kind of how it plays out in a group of people, what they believe about their self of how they perform within a organization or a particular situation. And it's all kind of comes down from 
some really interesting places and experiences that they've had. Um, and that's a lot about when you're helping people, like what I do is help people be their best and organizations be their best, is that a lot of times that's what I'm helping them understand is overcoming those things yeah. of those, you know, so much we tell ourselves, I can't, and we say we can't, as, or companies, we say we can't, as in solopreneurs, we say we can't, we could never, but usually that's coming from something else of then just try it and see before right. you start making that big judgment. And I think that, you know, it's really interesting using the example of the corporate environment because I think for solopreneurs, because we're no longer in Cube City, so to speak, mm. yeah, the corporate environment actually becomes our clients, our client yeah. base. And all of a sudden we feel judged and constantly you know, under the gun to impress and provide for our clients as solopreneurs, because we're doing everything, you know, we mm -hmm. basically provide all of the solutions to them. And I can really see how things can be misinterpreted, misunderstood, especially in a new relationship when you don't really know mm -hmm. uh, a particular client. And I, you know, it's funny, because I can remember when I was working at Marriott and in Cube City. <laughs> <laughs> and Marriott's a great organization, as you well know. Yeah. And um, I was in a position where I was managing people. And I had uh, I had an experience, not quite crying, like your example of, of mm -hmm. that client that you helped, but um, I had extreme stress because I had to, unfortunately, performance manage one of my uh, team. Uh, they just were not, they were coming in late, they were, their work was mm -hmm. lag. I mean, it was just like all the blatant uh, problems. You know, the guy just, uh, God bless him, he just wasn't happy mm -hmm. in his role and it was just coming out in all these um, actions that really didn't support the team. Mm -hmm. So, but in a corporate environment, you're kind of constrained to, you know, follow certain guidelines and policies. And I wanted to give him every chance to sure. fix it and work with him and help him. So anyway, long story short, the the whole experience, I think it went on for about four or five months where I tried to work with him and, you know, coached him and then obviously uh, kept having to keep records of everything. And it was just, and I really had such stress. And when I, after this was going on, I looked back on it and I could see that I had a belief that I wasn't a good enough manager. In other yeah. words, I didn't have the skill set to, to give him what he needed in order to thrive. And mm -hmm. so unconsciously, that belief was driving all of that stress that I was really performance managing myself, not this person, mm -hmm. this person on my team. And it was it was a, a crazy revelation that I had about, you know, self perception and self judgment that was all driven by this belief that I'm not a good manager. Another reason why I deliberately build a business where I don't have employees, because that belief is that embedded mm, yeah. in my psyche. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, obviously, the first step in when you're looking at a belief is to acknowledge that there is a belief driving what your behavior or triggering your actions mm -hmm. and causing patterns to erupt, uh, you know, things to be difficult, failures and so on. Mm -hmm. And the realization of the fact that there's a belief at the root of it is, you know, very much a key and one of the things that I say all the time is like, well, a belief is just a thought you keep agreeing with. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, nobody's saying this is, you know, gospel, this is how it is, and this is reality. No, it's just a thought. It's something you're thinking about something or yourself or how you're conducting yourself in life that you believe to be true and that you're agreeing with it to be true. Well, it's just a thought. And it's kind of a different way to look at beliefs. But here's the thing, the subconscious doesn't work that way. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Right. And so what we need to do is we need to constantly reinforce with better beliefs that we can adopt until we get those neural pathways trained. But look at me. I mean, I still to this day, and that was 20 years ago. A while ago. (laughs) Yeah. I had to think for a second, but that was like in the early 2000s and I that I was dealing with this. And here I am in my business, 14 years into my business, and I still resist the um, any any chance I have to manage a team or bring on mm. people to help me execute things, I'm very resistant to that because that belief is still so embedded in my psyche. And so in sharing that story, what I wanted you to reflect on is when you talk about this one particular example of this client who was crying mm-hmm. in these meetings and realizing that it was a long-held belief, how did you help her like move through that or give her the tools, because you talked about tools earlier, Mm -hmm. um, that enables her to have the awareness and then maybe choose different thoughts or, or rewrite her story so she can be more empowered. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. Are you getting the sense that there may be some long held beliefs getting in the way of your business thriving? A solopreneur business can be challenging at times to say the least. Everything from simplifying marketing to keeping your pipeline filled with a steady stream of great clients, there is a ton to do to run your business and be successful. The cause of these challenges may not necessarily be the economy, a missing marketing tactic or strategic action you're not taking, but a hidden belief that doesn't serve you or your business. The good news is you can uncover and change a belief that's sabotaging your business happiness, and I have the tools that'll help you. You'll find them inside my new home for solopreneurs, Pappy Club. I invite you to join for free right now. Get what you need to crush those limiting beliefs and define new beliefs that support business success and your overall happiness. Head over to pappyclub.com to sign up and start infusing your thinking with positive beliefs that support how awesome you are and all of the great things you've yet to accomplish in your business and life. That's P-A-P-P-Y-C-L-U-B dot com to sign up now and I'll see you there. Well, we talked a lot about how she could stay in the moment and not make Mm. it more than what it was um, that I like that. It was very much in any environment where you are kind of saying your thoughts there. It's brave to say your thoughts out just out in a conference meeting or in uh, negotiating a contract, whatever. So there's some bravery that goes with that. And that's to be applauded. Absolutely. And the criticism that can come to it, that's what goes with the territory of being brave. And so we helped her kind of work through it where we role played it out a lot. Um, And then I gave her some ideas of how she could think about it differently. Like before she went to the, 
extraordinary place of uncontrollable over time she it was slower and it was just interrupting that thought process of maybe it's not about you that's key what you just said is really really key because that's what i was listening for when you were explaining this story sorry to interrupt that's okay but interrupting that thought process because that's what happened that's that knee-jerk subconscious reaction to a perceived threat or a perceived judgment Mm -hmm. and completely natural yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's our limbic system. Busy mm-hmm. at work. Yeah. Fight or <laughs> flight. It's classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah. So it was helping her with, with that idea of just slow it down. And I find that helpful for myself, too, is that when those thoughts, your thoughts are just that. They're, they're thoughts. They're not necessarily the truth. It's just what you tell yourself. And you have mm-hmm. at any moment an opportunity to question it. They say, well, yeah, is that okay. really true about myself? Or is yeah. that, or am I not a good manager? You know, I bet you had a bunch mm-hmm. of evidence to tell you to the contrary, that you were an amazing leader. And I found, too, working with lots of people in this area, not many people think they're an amazing leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and rarely do people like to do the harder part of it, which makes you a better leader is when you do confront those things or as a solopreneur that you're confronting the difficult situations. Those are the people who get the respect because it is. it means that you are willing to be honest. And that is a strong belief to have is that I will Absolutely. always do my best and I'm always doing my best and I am willing to talk about it when it's not happening. Um, so I think it's always the opportunity for us when we hear something in our head of I'm not valuable. I bet if you wrote yourself a list, you could find out so many ways that you're adding value to your clients that you just don't even think about. And it never, ever hurts to ask, you know, ask for what you think you're valued at, or maybe ask a trusted partner or a coach to say, well, what do you think I'm valued at? And I'm almost sure you're underestimating your ability or what you're worth out in the marketplace. Um, So there's a, a lot of things there about being comfortable of just knowing what's going on in your head may not be with the reality of what's going on and being brave to confront it and say, maybe Mm -hmm. let's step back, let's step back for a moment and analyze it before I go into a negative space, maybe just be in a neutral space. I'm not sure if it's true. I'm not sure if it's untrue, but let me give myself a second to figure that out. Yeah, I just think that is just stop that train of thought. I just think that's so powerful. And it's something that's so easy to do. You just because here's the thing, you're going to catch it when you start feeling bad. Mm -hmm. So when you feel that emotion rise, whether it's a stress emotion, whether it's a hurt emotion, whatever it is, a negative emotion rise, you know, there's something getting triggered. Mm -hmm. I know that's how it is for me. And I I, but I love I want to kind of grab onto what you just said about how we really, we really are hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that because we have such a filter of I'm not good enough, I've got to work extra hard to be accepted, to succeed, all the things that we were kind of beat on the head about as as young people through Mm -hmm. school, through our parents, through, you know, just life Mm -hmm. (laughs) in general. And we really don't stop and do two things. One, appreciate all of the wonderful things we have access to and that we are able to do as solopreneurs and as people. 
And then the other thing is appreciating what we are bringing to the table and yeah. our gifts and talents and kind of loving on ourselves a little bit, if you will. Uh, we don't do that enough. No. I'll tell you right now, I'm raising my hand. I do not do that enough myself. I spend a lot of time writing about uh, the things I appreciate in my life on a daily basis. And mm -hmm. but I I don't turn that on me. And, yeah. and I, I appreciate you kind of pointing that out. Yeah, because I think that that can really serve uh, the, the belief conversation. I, I think like you, you hit something critical there of that not not putting that lens on yourself of what is great about me. And you're so right about us being hard on ourselves. And I think solopreneurs, mm -hmm. we are especially hard on ourselves because it really no depends a lot on how you went on this journey of, of working well, for yourself. Well, there's a lot at stake too. You yeah, know? I mean, exactly. It's like our livelihood's why. at stake. Yeah. Right. It's, it's your livelihood. It's your, um, you know, work is so much tied to our sense of who we are. And it, I know when I first started out on this journey and, and me and a client would kind of part ways and I took it so hard wow. that really this must be me. And then, of course, you get some time pass and you kind of see well, there's lots of reasons why a, a solopreneur and a client relationship doesn't work out. And there are lots of reasons mm -hmm. they do. And some of mm -hmm. it's just crazy. <laughs> you don't really... You don't really understand the rhyme or reason of it, but and it's, a, it's like we're making it mean something. Yeah, right? and it's, yeah. and most of the time it doesn't. Sometimes it does, and that's honest feedback yeah. that you need to hear. But you also need to hear the good feedback when they really say it wasn't you. It probably wasn't you, and maybe you can just take that at face value and learn what you did from the experience and move on. But it's so easy as a solopreneur where you think. Oh, if I, I have to be great at marketing. If I'm not good at marketing, then I can't do this. That's not true. Yeah, you can't run a business. Yeah, you can, no you're right, right. My background is human resources. There's no way I could run my own business. That's not true. You know, you, we are so capable and we just don't give ourselves enough credit for it. We've all done extraordinary things if we think about it in our lives. We've gone through tough times. We've accomplished things we never thought of. And if we could just kind of take those skills we use and apply it to our business and our life, we would feel so much better about what we're doing. Mm. Yeah, I just want to echo that. It's like what Marie Forleo says. She says, everything is figure outable. <laughs> exactly. I think a lot <laughs> of us are true. going through that right now. It's like, you know what, we're going to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. And and I, I, I love that you t that you brought that up because acknowledging where our journey to this point uh, is incredible. It's like, I've been in business 14 years. I've been able to actually support myself for 14 right. years. And that's and amazing. That's like, that's that is amazing. amazing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how many times do you hear people go out on their own and they last a couple of years and they give up, you know, they go back to the workforce or they do something else. Sure. But sure. Yeah. And it's because it's their belief about, sometimes it's their belief about what a being a solopreneur means. Um, sometimes it's their belief that, oh, I'm just going to sleep in my pajamas all day and work mm. for a couple of hours. And I don't know about you, but in this world, I've worked a lot harder sometimes than yeah, I ever no did <laughs> on the other side of the equation. Um, so it's a, your belief about what it means to be a solopreneur. Like what, what are your goals with it? Are you doing it lifestyle? Are you doing it to, for, for other reasons to really run your own company organization, um, and then deep down inside, knowing that you're going to give it your best and that mm -hmm. you can do it. And that where I see a lot of solos mess up is that they don't 
kind of do that deeper work. They just kind of throw themselves out there without thinking through what could, can I handle it when it gets rough? Cause it absolutely will, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. the, but then it'll get better. Uh, but you know, are you thinking about when you get into it, your beliefs about how is it going to ebb and flow? Cause every business ebbs and flows. And mm-hmm. as a solos, we just tend to feel it more because it's only us. Absolutely. And when it, it ebbs. <laughs> yeah. It ebbs. We make it mean something awful. Like, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to fail. Or, oh my God, I'm, you know, not going to be able to pay with the mortgage this month or whatever. But yeah, yeah it's it's crazy. And I think that um, I'm just still reeling from the idea that we really don't give ourselves enough love. And Absolutely. what you just described is almost like a form of self-care. Yeah. You know, a- acknowledging that it's going to be okay. We'll be able to figure it out and look at all the things that we've already accomplished. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's amazing. I mean, I'm like kind of reeling myself because I'm thinking these are things that I'm not even doing myself. I mean, Stacy, before you and I mm-hmm. got on the this particular session, we were talking about just that. I was acknowledging you for giving me such great feedback on some of the work that we're doing together and how I'm showing up to you. And I it's like I'm hearing things about myself that almost, I hate to say it, but I almost don't believe. Yeah. That's why when it when I hear it from someone, it's like it feels so special. Yeah. Like I'm, I, you know what I mean? Like it's not, I'm not going, oh, yeah, I know that about myself. Kind of like big old ego type thing. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. like, to me, it's like these little diamonds that you gave me. Uh-huh. And it just feels so special. And I think that's what we need to work harder at as solopreneurs, is giving ourselves the credit to <laughs> acknowledge who we are, what we can do. And yeah, it's okay to fall down every now and again. Sure. It's okay to be a goofball. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've screwed up on my own podcast show. Yeah, me too. <laughs> or mistakes I've made or you know, decisions I wish I hadn't made that you know cost some revenue or whatever. But mm-hmm. not having the belief, it's a business and any business makes mistakes. And that's okay. It's okay. Most things you can recover from and take it. If we could all just shift our beliefs a little bit into this is an adventure and it, and Mm, it's not just an adventure in business, providing a great service, whatever that is for you, but it's an adventure of learning about yourself and just enjoy the ride a little bit more. And um, I've, I've seen some work lately about people saying, you know, solos say, you know, go back to your old clients and ask them, you know, what did they like about working with you and what do they think you could improve? And it always comes back to the thing we, every group I work with, we don't want to hear that part of, well, I don't want to hear what, yes. you know, yeah. what my weaknesses is. But I'm wondering how many of us embrace what the great things they say about us. It's right? true. It's, that I mean, we... whenever, whenever I've gotten feedback, sorry, whenever no. I've gotten feedback, you know, like the press, the plus, excuse me, the pros and the cons. I was trying to say pros and pluses at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> There's right, one of my mistakes right there. <laughs> yeah, but you're it's still like, amazing. <laughs> how, it's like we don't hear the good stuff; we only hear the bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we just glom onto. Oh, they thought I won't talk too much, or they thought I did this, or they thought I I didn't call them back fast enough. It's like that's what we focus on, mm-hmm. and we don't focus on the positives and the things that really. And let me tell you, there are huge opportunities 
to hear what people are saying from a positive standpoint. And I'll give you an example. In my business, there are so many uh, people that provide marketing, tactical marketing support that are horrible communicators. They don't call back. They get all enthusiastic in the beginning and then they lag. Mm-hmm. And I can remember because I, I make it a regular practice to reach out to get feedback from my clients as well. And one of the things I, I always heard, especially in my early years, was you called me back. Yeah. You're always there. Mm-hmm. You you answer my calls. You answer my emails. Mm-hmm. And something like that, you just, for me, I just assume that's professional business etiquette. That's what you do in business. And apparently, a lot of people do not do that. Even no. when they're in an active paid engagement, they treat their customers like not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, they take them for granted. They, they yes. take them for granted that um, you should. Sometimes it's just, I find too, it's a belief that they're a little bit scared to call back. <laughs> they're a little uh-huh. bit scared what the client's going to say. Yeah. So they might ignore it a little bit more than they should. But again, it's the, your clients deserve your best. So give them a call and listen to what they have to say and be of service. Most of us are solos because we want to be of service. And all that yeah, takes definitely. is being being there for them, however that looks. Yeah, I love that. And I think there were some really key things, uh, key takeaways in this episode that you touched on that we can do ourselves. I think it's interesting how it kind of turned back on us, you know, like things we think about ourselves and Mm -hmm. not really necessarily getting into the whole thing around beliefs, but like, wow, what do we really feel and think about ourselves that is actually triggering some reactions or supporting a negative belief that we're not good enough or that we, you know, whatever, we can't earn Mm -hmm. a certain amount of money um, or that we have to work super, 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 super hard uh, to to be successful or that we suck at sales. That's one of my favorite ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Or or just beliefs and numbers. I have to make this much money Mm -hmm. or I'm not successful or I need this many clients in my portfolio or I'm not successful. You know, who makes up those numbers? Because they're just they're just made yeah. up numbers. So, yeah. you know, if you're exactly. if you're enjoying what you're doing and you are able to be of help help your clients get where they want to go, that's a big win right there. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe the numbers are affecting you personally and but that can always be worked on. Doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that maybe how you thought success was going to look like quickly, it's just going to take a little more time. Yeah. Oh, so many good things. I mean, stopping that thought in its tracks, questioning those thoughts, understanding that the beliefs are are rather deep in many cases, Mm -hmm. and it's okay. And then also to turn it back on yourself and acknowledge yourself for being awesome. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to subscribe to the beliefs that you're not. Or that you have to behave a certain way in order to be accepted and loved and hired as a mm-hmm. solopreneur. And just really looking at those things and giving yourself the grace and the time to work through it and know that it's something you're always going to figure out and that it will get better. And I, I just tons of great stuff, Stacey. <laughs> I got to thank you for that. Aww. That's really awesome. Any final thoughts on how you can help our listener uh First of all, identify their beliefs, stop them in their tracks, and work through that. 
Well, the first thing I would do is, is when you are starting to get that kind of yucky feeling is I have no better scientific or psychological name for it. <laughs> Perfect um, description. But that yucky feeling inside, just pause and question where is that coming from before mm-hmm. you go further. Just pause a yeah. second. And is that really yourself talking or is that somebody else in your head talking? Like your mom or your yeah. dad? <laughs> oh my gosh, we bring so much baggage into any oh. of this any of our journeys, we bring a lot of baggage into it. Um, so kind of question the thought. And then also just, I'm not so much for daily affirmations, but I do believe in the idea that you're telling yourself you're a rock star all the time because you are. I mean, regardless of how this plays out, you are amazing. You are doing great work and that is to be celebrated. And even if it's just a little small win that day, that's to be celebrated. So celebrate yourself a lot and maybe question your beliefs when they're yucky is <laughs> the big picture. So listener, did you hear that? Because I felt that for you too. So Stacy, <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you for sharing that for our listener. And we are rock stars, aren't we? Yes, we <laughs> are. Absolutely. Yes. So let's go tackle it. Stacy. I thank you so much for being here today. And uh, we will have you back on the show soon and uh, on some new topics that we can talk about because you have so many wonderful things to share. And thank you for being here today. Well, thank you so much. I, I felt like this was a, I've been a longtime listener and first time caller situation. So I love the <laughs> podcast. L- lots of so many nuggets of wisdom that you have shared with us oh, and thank you and your guests. So, you know, whatever we can do, whatever I can do, let me know because this has just been amazing. So happy to be here. Oh, that's awesome. And I thank you for that. Again, feeling, I'm feeling that acknowledgement and I believe it too. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> Good for you. You're such a sweetheart. <laughs> I really appreciate it. All right, Stacy, thank you so much for being here. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.